Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Continuing with uh, aspects pertaining to wudu The next pertains to wound or sores If removal of the ointment from a sore or wound is harmful Then it will not be necessary to remove it So if a person has a wound or he has a sore and he has ointment on top now if you're going to wash that ointment out, you're going to remove the ointment, then it's going to be harmful for a person. So there's no problem. In that instance where there's going to be harm to a person, he can keep the ointment on the hand. If pouring water over the affected area is also harmful, then merely make masa of the affected part. And if you're going to pour water over that area that is affected, that has a wound, and that's going to be harmful, then you just make masa over it. A person doesn't have to remove that ointment at all. Number two, if the wound or sore is bandaged, and one will experience difficulty in opening and tying the bandage for masa purposes, or masa on the affected part will be harmful, then masa should be done over the bandage. So if a person got a bandage, maybe sometime it's a long bandage, or the hospital put the bandage. Now for a person to open up that bandage and wash, might become difficult for a person. So in that instance, Sharia says no problem. There's no need to go through that haraj, go through difficulty of opening up the bandage. Just make masa over the, uh, over the bandage and that will be sufficient. If this difficulty does not exist, then it will be necessary to open the bandage, plaster, etc. and make masa on the affected part. But if a person doesn't go through that difficulty, it's not difficult for him, it's a small bandage, he can open it up. Then in that instance, he has to open up the bandage and wash and then he must put the bandage back. Number three, it is best to make masa over the whole of the upper surface of the bandage. It is best that a person, he makes masa on the whole of the upper surface of the bandage. It is wajib to make masa of more than half the bandage. To make at least half or more than half, that is wajib. If only half or actually more than half, if only half or less than half the bandage was covered by masa, the wudu will not be valid. So, if the person got a bandage, the whole upper portion of the bandage, a person should try and make masa over. But if not, then more than half. But if it is less than half, then the masa will not be valid. The wudu of a person won't be valid. Number four, after making masa, if the bandage or plaster etc. came loose and it, reali it is realized that the affected part has healed, then the masa will not be valid. The affected part will have to be washed. So after a person, he completed his masa, he finished his wudu, everything, and then the bandages fell off or the plaster fell off. And then he realized, oh, it's already healed. So he has to go back and now wash that particular area. That masa that he made, that masa will not be valid any longer. The procedure for performing hosan. We'll just go through this as a revision. Perhaps all of us know the procedure for performing hotel. This is the sunnah way of making hotel. Number one, make intention of becoming clean from impurities. So a person here also, he must have a need that he is becoming clean from impurities when he is making hotel. Number two, wash hands including the wrist. So after, when a person starts, he will wash both the hands. Number three, wash the private parts. The hands and private parts should be washed even if one is not in the state of impurity. So after washing the hands, a person must wash both the private parts. Number four, if there are any impurities on any part of the body, it should be washed off. 
right? then a person should check if there's any napaki anywhere else on the body, then that napaki must be removed. Number five, perform wudu. Right? So this is the basic way of starting. First, we wash our hands. After washing our hands, a person he washes both the private parts. Then he would see if there's any napaki anywhere on the body. So wash out that napaki. And the next stage is now, now a person comes to make the wudu, like how he makes a wudu for salah. If the water is flowing away, then complete the wudu. Meaning if there's a good drainage, then a person must make a complete wudu. He can wash his feet, etc. as well. If the water is stagnant, then wash the feet at the end of the hosal. For example, if water gathers or it's going very slowly, so, you're, so you are bathing and at the same time your feet are still in that water. So then you should wash your feet right in the end. Ensure that the mouth and nostrils are thoroughly washed. Number six. After the wudu, pour water over the head, the right shoulder and then the left shoulder. Repeat this thrice. So after a person has completed the wudu now, so now you pour water first on the head three times, then on the right and then the left three times, three times. And then the entire body a person should wash. Repeat this thrice. Then pour water over the entire body and rub. Right? So we did this. Dry the body and hasten to cover the body. Do not delay in wearing one's clothing. Person, once he's taken his ghusl, then as quick as possible, a person, the satar, should be concealed. He should try and wear his clothing. Nabi Islam at times wiped the body with a towel. And at times, he did not wipe it. In the Arabian Peninsula, generally it's very hot. If a person doesn't even wipe, he just comes out in a short couple of minutes, he's already dry, his body will be dry. In our country, normally it's not such. So normally we wipe. So there's no problem either a person wipes or he lets it to dry naturally, both ways are valid. Any of the two can be adopted with the intention of Sunnah. Continuing with the Masail of Namaz. Now, this is pertaining, this kitab was actually written for women. So, therefore, you'll find there are many Masail, um, all the Masail actually are for women and some are for both, they're for men and for women. So, this particular Masla, this is for women. Agar Namaz Partewak, Chotai Pindi, if whilst performing Salah, a quarter of the Shin, a quarter of the Shin, Ya Chotai Ran, or a quarter of the thigh, ya chotai ban khul jawe, or a quarter of the forearm, this becomes exposed. Or itni der khuli rahe, jitni der me teen bar subhanallah keh sake, and it remains open for that duration in which you can read subhanallah three times. We said this yesterday that if you can say subhanallah three times, and that area that's supposed to be covered, if a quarter of it becomes exposed, so namaz jati rahi, then the salah of a person is invalid. Now this pertains particularly to the woman. The, the, the thigh obviously is for men, we have to cover as well. So if a quarter of the thigh of the man becomes exposed, his namaz also will become invalid if it's open for the duration of three subhanallah. But the shin, it is not necessary. Although we wear our pants uh, halfway of the shin. The actual sunnah of Nabi Islam is halfway of the shin or even a little lower than that, that is acceptable. So there, if it is, our shin is exposed, no problem. Why? Because that is not considered as satar. For us, satar is from the navel up to the knee. So for a woman, if the shin uh, or the forearm, for us, if the forearm becomes exposed, no problem. 
it doesn't affect the validity of salah. But for women, we said yesterday, only the face, the palms, and the feet can be exposed. And besides that, any other part of the body, even if the ear, quarter of it becomes exposed, for the duration of three, subhanallah, her salah becomes invalid immediately. Agar, namaz that namaz needs to be repeated. Or agar itni der nahi lagi, balke kulte hi daklia to namaz hogai. Or if some part of the body that was supposed to be covered in salah, a quarter of it opened up in salah, but not for the duration of three, subhanallah, less than three, subhanallah, maybe one, subhanallah, and the person covered it immediately. Then the salah of a person is intact. There's no problem. Only if it is for three subhanallah or more, then the salah of a person is invalid. Isi tarah, jitne badan ka dangna wajib hai, isme se jab chotai udwa kul jayega, to namaz na hogi. So he says exactly the same way, that amount of the body that is wajib to cover, if only a quarter limb opens up, then the namaz of a person, a quarter of that limb opens, the namaz of a person won't take place. Jay say, a quarter of the year again this is for women for the man this is not the satar so a quarter of the year opens up for the woman for the duration of three subhanallah namaz is invalid ya chotai sar or a quarter of the head ya chotai bal or a quarter of the hair ya chotai pet or a quarter of the stomach ya chotai peet a quarter of the back chotai gardan a quarter of the neck chotai sina a quarter of the chest Chotai chati and a quarter of the breast. Wahaira kul janese namaz nahi hogi. If any of these have to open, the salah of a person will be invalid if it's for the duration of three subhanallah. Jo larki abhi juan nahi hui. Agar iski orni sirak gai or iska sar kul gaya, to iski namaz hogi. A girl that hasn't reached the age of balir as yet, she hasn't reached bulu. And if her orni that she's wearing, the scarf that she's wearing and performing salah, if that has to slip, and the head, her head has to open, then to iski namaz hogi. Her salah will take place because namaz is not yet fard on her. So therefore, her salah will take place. But it is still better for her that she should follow the proper procedure because, in a way, this is now preparing her that when she becomes balik, she must be able to perform salah in the correct manner as well. Agar kapre ya badan par kuj najasat lagi hai, lekin pani kahi nahi milta. If there's some impurity on the clothes of a person or the body of a person. And yesterday we did that it's a requisite that there must be no napaki on the clothing or the body. So if there is some impurity and you can't find water anywhere. So isi tarah najazat ke namaz par Then a person must perform salah in this manner with that impurity on the clothing. Normally a salah is not valid. It's more than a dirham we said yesterday like the palm. The amount of a palm it has to be washed out. If it's less than that and if a person performs the salah it will be valid. So we said, that, so if a person now he's got more than a dirham, more than a palms amount of impurity on the clothing, but he's out maybe traveling, he can't find water anywhere. So what should a person do? Should they miss salah? No. Even with the impurity, a person must perform salah. Or agar sara kapra najis ho, ya pura kapra to najis nahi, lekin pohot hi kam paake. If the entire clothing, let's say a person, all his clothing become napa, became napa. Or not all the clothing, but very little of his clothing, less than quarter of his clothing remained pak. More than three quarter was napa. More than three quarter of his clothing was napa. Yani ek chotai se kam pak hai aur baki ka sab najis hai. To aise wakt ye bhi durust hai ki is kapre ko pehne pehne namaz par hai. So in this situation also, when all his clothing are napa, 
or just a small portion remains park, less than quarter is park. Then a person can perform salah with that same clothing, meaning if, if it's not at home, he can't, he doesn't have any other clean clothing, he doesn't have water to wash the clothing, nothing of this sort. And he has to perform, time of salah has come in. So he can perform salah with the napak clothing. Or ye bhi durust hai, ke kapra utar dale, or nangi hokar namaz pare. Or the second option is, because the clothing is all impure, or just a very little is clean, then a person can remove the clothing and without clothing a person performs salah. See the importance of salah, we understand from these masai, that under no situation, no circumstance can a person miss salah. If the clothing is napak and a person is not comfortable, he wants to take out his clothing, take out your clothing and without clothing also a person must perform salah. Although it's better, he'll say it is now, it is better that a person doesn't remove the clothing because the satar must be concealed. So a person must wear the clothing and perform salah. Lekin nangi hokar namaz parne se is najis kapre ko pehen kar parna behtar hai. But better than performing salah without clothing, a person should wear that napa clothing and perform his salah. But salah cannot be missed out. Some people they say, you know, we're feeling dirty. We can't read namaz. We must go and have a bath. And sometimes the time is running out. Now by the time they go to have a bath and they put up all the uh, what perfumes and makeup and whatever else, sometimes the namaz becomes qaza. So there is no such a thing. A person, time of salah has come in, a person must perform the salah. And just feeling dirty, that is not a valid reason. There's no impurity, there's no napak in a person. Just make your wudu and perform your salah. After that, a person can go and shower, a person can do, go and do whatever he wants. But the salah must be performed. Or agar chotai kapra, ya chotai se ziyada paak ho, to nangi ho kar namaz parna durust nahi. But if more than quarter of the clothing is paak, more than quarter, so just over half maybe napak, more than quarter is paak, then a person has to perform salah with the clothing. You can't remove the clothing in this instance. Usi najis kapre kupenkar parna wajib It's wajib to wear those napak clothing and to perform your salah. Agar kisi ke paas bilkul kapra na ho, to nangi namaz pare. If a person is so poor, or maybe a person doesn't have clothing at all whatsoever. For whatever reason, person doesn't have clothing. Now, should a person perform salah? Yes, without clothing, a person must perform salah. Lekin, aisi jaga pare ke koi dek na sake. But perform your salah in such a place where nobody can see you. Nobody can see you, conceal yourself and perform your salah. Or kare ho kar na pare, balke bed kar pare. And in this instance, when a person doesn't have clothing on, and a person has to perform salah, then a person shouldn't stand because when you stand, your satar is exposed. It can be seen. So you will sit and read namaz. So your satar is concealed when a person is sitting and reading namaz. How far didn't the minds of the fuqaha, the jurors go, and what what masail didn't they explain when it came to salah? Or agar kare kare pare or ruku sajda ada kare to ye bhi durusse. Ji, or ruku sajda ko ishara se ada kare. Ji, so if a person is sitting and performing salah because a person doesn't have clothing, so now how do you make ruku and sajda? So he's saying your ruku on your sajda also, you will make it with indication. You just indicate towards the sajda and towards the ruku. Go a little forward for the ruku, a little more than that for the sajda, and your ruku and sajda will be done. Why? Because a person doesn't have clothing. So if he's going to go into sajda, his satar is going to be exposed, people can see. So in this situation, you don't even make ruku and sajda properly. You will just indicate towards the ruku and the sajda. Or agar khare khare pare, or ruku sajda ada kare, to bhi durust hai namaz ho jayegi. But if some person 
They didn't have clothing. They stood and they read their namaz. They made the proper ruku. They made the proper sajda. Then too, the salah of a person will be valid. Lekin kar parna behtar hai. However, it is better to sit down and read namaz. One last masla. Musafarat mein kisi ke paas thora sa paani hai. Person is traveling. Whilst traveling, a person got just a little bit of water a person has got. Agar najasat doti hai, to wuzu ke liye nahi bachta. Now if a person, he's got impurity on the clothing. If a person washes off that impurity, he's not going to have water for wudu. Right? Or agar wuzu kare, to najasat paak karne ke liye paani na bachega. And if a person now makes wudu, he's not going to have water now to remove the impurity. So now what does he give preference to? Does he make wudu? Or does he give preference to washing the impurity? So, for wudu, when there's no water, shariat has given you a substitute. And what is the substitute here? It is tayammum. So you can go to tayammum. But for the napaki that needs to be washed, there's no substitute. That has to be washed out. So you'll take the water and you'll remove the impurity that is on the clothing. And for the wudu that you have to make, you just make tayammum and you perform your salah. And your salah will be done. That's what he's saying. اگر وضو کرے تو نجاست پاک کرنے کے لیے پانی نہ بچے گا تو اس پانی سے نجاست دو ڈالے پرسن شڈ واسٹ دا ناپاکی وڈ دا ووٹر پھر وضو کے لیے تیمم کرے اللہ تعالیٰ کی واسطہ فیر ایوریبری انڈرسٹینڈ اینیبری ایز اینی کوئسچن یو کین آسک آلسو اینی تنگ دیٹ نیڈ کلیفیکیشن Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ji, continuing with Adwaru Salah, we had reached the point where we said that Sufi Iqbal, Rahimahullah, that he had written five points before coming to the actual bayan of Hazrat Shah Ahmad Shaheed, Rahmatullahi. And he said that if a person wants to benefit from that bayan of Hazrat Shah Ahmad Shaheed, Rahmatullahi, then a person should try and act on these five points first. And the first point that he mentioned is that a person has to do a call on dhikrullah and that too properly in a proper way under some sheikh under the guidance of some person he should do this cause and purify the heart first when the heart of a person is rectified all his amal are going to be rectified through zikr allah ta'ala will cleanse the heart the heart will be purified then his amal are going to be rectified his salah will also come in order inshallah so that is the first point that he mentioned the second point that he mentioned that a person what he is doing he wants to perform a proper salah, this cause that we are doing, it should be not only for Allah Ta'ala. So we can fulfill the command of Allah, we can perform salah correctly. So whatever we're doing is for the pleasure of Allah, not to show people to say, see, I'm performing a salah where I'm totally absorbed in my salah from the beginning to the end. He says that is not the objective of here. The objective is to please Allah Ta'ala and to perform a proper salah. So have a proper niyat that why we are sitting here, whatever we're learning, we will make amal on it, we want to please Allah Ta'ala. Every time we sit here also, make a niyat. Allah, we want to please you. That is why we are trying to learn what is a proper salah. And the third thing that he mentioned, that we are required to have khushu, that internal connection with Allah Ta'ala. But which type of khushu? That khushu that is within our ability, not anything that is out of our ability. And what is within our ability? That we need to know what is the faraiz. What is the wajibat? What is the sunnahs? What are the mustahabbat of namaz? All this we need to know. And a person while performing salah, if a thought just comes, just occurs, it just comes by the way, a thought affects a person. So a person, just think that now I'm continuing, next I have to read the surah. And the surah that I have to read in salah, this is a wajib of namaz. 
So he just moves forward. After in the surah now he's reading and the thought comes. Next what I have to do? I have to do my ruku. And the ruku is a faraz of namaz. So he just thinks of what he has to do ahead. So these thoughts that will come, it wouldn't affect his salah. His salah will still be considered as a salah of concentration because he is thinking what I'm going to do next, which posture I'm going to do next, or what is the uh, hukam, what is the position of that posture, is it a sunnah, is it a wajib, it is a faraz, is it a faraz. So all this we need to learn, what are the faraz of namaz, what are the wajibat of namaz, what are the sunnah of namaz, what are the mustahabbat of namaz. So we'll continue from this point. Agar khud bakhud, dunya bi khiyal ajai, if some thought of dunya just comes automatically in namaz, and this also previously we mentioned, the moment that thought comes, no problem, it won't affect your salah. The moment you're conscious of that thought, again, quickly bring your namaz, say, no, no, I'm in namaz, so let me come back to my salah. And a person will continue in this manner until the end of his salah. But if a person, the thought came, now when he became conscious that, oh, I'm thinking about my business, and he continues thinking of that thought, he continues, he doesn't stop, he continues, that is harmful for a person. Or a person thinks, oh, I need to make this booking. I need to phone this person. And now he continues thinking that when will I get a chance? What time will I go there? Or where will this person be? Now he keeps thinking on that. That is what is harmful. But the moment the thought comes, you divert your attention when you become conscious. That won't harm a person. Agar khud bakhud dunya bi khiyal balke be shumar wasawis bi In fact, unlimited thoughts come to you whilst you're performing salah. Unlimited thoughts have to come to you. Whilst you're performing salah, lekin namazi apne qaste aage aane wale asbaab mein mashhool rahe. But the namazi person performing salah, he remains uh, engrossed of those lessons that are to come ahead. That what I'm going to do next, which posture I'm going to do next. To ye halat namaz ke bahru hone ke munafi nahi. That this condition, it is not against a salah that is of concentration, that is of life. This doesn't harm the salah of a person. Your salah is 100% in order. It is a salah of concentration because you are not entertaining it voluntarily. It is involuntarily coming and you are saying, no, next I'm going to do this. Next I'm going to continue with the surah. Next I'm going to go into ruku and then I'm going to come into the koma position and then sajda. So a person continues thinking about salah, it won't affect him. AC halat mein lazzate mahviyat mein kami or mujahada mein ziyadati hona he says, in this condition, when these thoughts are coming, these thoughts that are coming involuntarily, they disturb a person. So he said, when these thoughts come, there is going to be decrease in the enjoyment of being engrossed in salah. When a person is engrossed in salah and is really connected to Allah Ta'ala, this we must try to read a salah with full concentration. See the enjoyment when you're really connected to Allah Ta'ala. There's so much of enjoyment in salah. That is why a person, he wouldn't want to stop salah. Nabi Salaam used to say that the coolness of my eyes in salah, because the enjoyment when you're really connected to Allah, it's a different enjoyment. When the heart is connected and a person is making dua and tears come out, how a person enjoys those tears? He's crying, but how is he enjoying the tears? That, Ya Allah, I wish I can have this condition all the time. Or a person is reading tahajjud namaz and at that time the tears just flow. You just, person, especially if he knows the verses of the Quran, the translation, and he thinks of the translation and the tears come out. Really, though, you cannot pay a price for those tears that come out or those at that occasion. But now when the thoughts are coming in Salah, so that enjoyment of being totally engrossed in Salah is going to decrease. You're not going to get the full enjoyment. So you have to make more mujahada and you have to make more effort now to come, bring your thought back into Salah. So on one side, you're not getting the full enjoyment. 
and the other side you're making an effort now to perform a salah making more effort to perform a proper salah so what happens ek to ajr mein ziyadati ka baiz hoga for this allah taala will give you more reward more reward for this because you are going through difficulty and in spite of going through difficulty you are now trying your best to perform a proper salah and the enjoyment also is less so there's more reward like it comes in the hadith of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam that a person that reads quran perfectly what great reward is for that person but a person that has difficulty he's stuttering and then he is trying to recite quran sharif for that person there's double reward why because he is stuttering he is going through difficulty and then he is trying to recite quran so exactly the same we understand in namaz that when we going through this difficulty we shouldn't lose hope actually our reward is greater by allah taala there are those people that are of the first level of the first level they fully engrossed in salah from the beginning to the end and the second level is like us you, you and i we have this difficulty we try to get back into salah we have the difficulty again we, be, we get back into salah so some say that the reward that the first category are going to get some ulama say the reward the first category is going to get the second category they will get the same reward because they are making an effort all the time and others say no 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 the second category they going to get a higher reward than the first category also why like that person that is stuttering he goes through more difficulty so here he is going through more difficulty the second category than the first one so for him is a higher reward so we mustn't be despondent we must be happy that we are going through this and inshallah we will get more reward and if a person allah gives him the first stage what to say about that that is the best dusra tabi taur par apni namaz ko naqis samajhta rahega now see the second benefit of this when these thoughts come and we bring our thought back into salah that naturally a person is going to think that my salah is imperfect see when you got that salah where you were fully engrossed in salah you were absorbed in your salah from the beginning to the end no thought came in salah so at that time a person would ah i read a perfect namaz i read a good namaz but when these thoughts are going to trouble you in namaz what a person is going to think he's going to say no no you know what my namaz is incomplete it's not it's not a perfect namaz because the thought came in namaz jiski wajah se ujab se hifazat rahegi and when a person thinks my namaz is not proper it is not complete it is not perfect then a person will be protected from vanity and vanity is haram where a person think ah oh, see what a namaz i am reading that is impermissible to have that vanity to have that pride that i am reading a perfect namaz when that salah is imperfect when it is not complete and then a person will be protected from vanity agar sari umar bhi ye halat rahe to maqsad e asli radai ilahi mein pura kamyabi hai said if a person for his entire life this is his condition that these thoughts come and he every time he brings his thought back into namaz again the thoughts come he brings his thought back into namaz he said that the actual objective the pleasure of allah tabaraka wa taala if this is kept then a person has been successful throughout his life if he reads namaz in this way because he is trying to please allah tabaraka wa taala by bringing his thought back into namaz and he's continuing in this way he has been successful agarche aam taur par ye mujahada jald hi khatam ho jata hai although generally a person goes through little difficulty in the beginning but once he gets habitual of it then this sacrifice also comes to an end where a person has his thoughts run away and then he has to bring it back in namaz very soon that also goes away aur mahboob ke sath yaksui se sargoshi ke lazzat naseeb ho jati hai and a person allah taala gives him uh, the opportunity of enjoying 
being in, communi in communication and whispering and talking to Allah Allah Ta'ala will give him that, Allah will make him his beloved. So very soon this mujahada, this sacrifice will come to an end and Allah Ta'ala makes it easy for a person. Muhabbat asan When a person has got muhabbat, you got love for somebody. So in the end, this even if you go through difficulty, then it will bring an end to the difficulties also. When you have love for something, it brings an end to difficulties. For example, a person, he loves his children, he loves his wife. Now is the time of Eid. Uh, and now his wife, she wants a certain type of a garment or the children want certain type of clothes. So a person, he's in Ramadan, he's tired also, he's Rosa also. But it's difficult now to go shop to shop and then size it on. And then the child says, no, I don't want this one and I want that one. Or the family says, I don't want this one, I want that type of a cloak. Now you've got to go to 10 shops. It's difficult. But because you have love, that difficulty is easy for you. Why? Because you got love for them. So when you have love for something, the difficulty that is there, the difficulty will come to an end. Malai Ibrahim Sabdevla, Dhamad Barakatum, he said, he said that any work of haq, anything that is haq, he said, ibtidame, in the beginning of it, there's mushkil, there's difficulty. And he says, intihame, they will be kamyabi. In the end, there will be always success. So whatever, even namaz also, initially we'll go through that difficulty of trying to read a salah of concentration. But in the intiha, in the end of it, inshallah, there will be success. The next point. So this is the third point that he mentioned. The fourth point. Is azim dalat ka ek darja iske ahl, yani dhakir wa shagil, salik ko inshallah betofiq ilahi, panch azbaq pure karne ke baad hasil ho jayega. He said this great treasure of reading namaz with concentration. He said that person that makes zikr of Allah Ta'ala, spiritual exercises, he threads the path of Allah. One level of this, a person will attain, inshallah, after doing these five sabaks. Meaning, the five sabaks of Hazrat Shah Ahmad Shaheed, which is still to come, we haven't started it as yet. So he says, when a person will finish these five asbaq, you will see one level of concentration a person will get. See, we're just doing the forward of the kitab. And he's doing the forward already, when a person now is reading namaz, to some extent now he wants to concentrate in his namaz. So imagine when we come to the actual bayan and we finish the actual bayan. So he said that this treasure of performing a perfect salah, one level of concentration, Allah Ta'ala will bless us with. Now, when you got that one level, you got the, so to say, the foundation you got. Now for your entire life, you will start, you will continue progressing on that. You won't stop there. You won't say, right, now I got this one level, this is sufficient. No, now you increase, try to make a more perfect namaz. No matter how perfect your namaz become, you try to get a higher and higher and higher stage. Never ever become content. There are three types of people that you will get in the world. The one type of person is what you get, a qani' A person that is, he's content. He's content with what he got. That person will never progress in life. He, will, he says, right, I get 50 in my exam paper. So I'm happy, I got 50, I pass. Many students in a madrasa are like that. That when they get 50, they say, that's enough for me. 50 is enough, long as I pass, I go to the next year, that's sufficient. He won't go very far in life. Why? Because he's always content. And the second type of a person you get is what you call naqid. Naqid is a person, he always picks on people. He finds faults in people. Everywhere he goes, he comes to a bayan also, he sits and he looks for faults. Haji Ahmed, uh, Abdul Samad Johan Sahib was here the other day and he was telling me, he says that, that even in the bayan, people sit and they won't worry about the bayan, but they just want to see 
that where you made a mistake, where sometimes a person forgets sometimes the English is not right or something, he says that they just want to pick up where did you make a mistake. So he says be careful that you don't make a mistake when you are speaking. Haji Bhai Pajiya Sahib Rahmatullah used to say, he used to say that wherever I go for bayan, one person comes for that bayan. He says, but he sits and writes all my grammatic errors, he sits and writes. And then after that, he comes and tells me, see, you made this mistake. Haji Sahib, you made that mistake. So he said, if Allah wrote that in his share, what can I do? Other people are taking so much of benefit. But he in his share, he's just finding all my faults and talking about all the faults. So that person doesn't go anywhere. Like for example, our Sheikh explains, he gives an example. He says that if you take uh, a swine, that's also the creation of Allah Ta'ala. We don't look down upon it. But if you take it and you put it in the garden, a beautiful, beautiful garden, where does it go? It will go in the corner where all the dirt is. And it will pull out all the dirt from that corner. All the beautiful flowers, the fruits, the orchard, everything, it will leave one side. And it will go where the dirt is. So that shouldn't be our condition. So that's another type of a person. So one is Tani, a content person. Naqid, he's not even anywhere. He's in minus. He'll never get anywhere in life because he finds faults in people. And the third type of a person that you get is a Talib, a person that's desirous. No matter how much he got, a student, he got 100. He's not happy with his 100 also. Hey, I could have got more than this. I wrote five pages in my exam. I should have wrote 10 pages. There's so much more explanation to this hadith or there's so much more explanation to this tafsir. He wants to learn more and more all the time. He wants to make more and more amal. I make, I'm reading tahajjud namaz. I'm reading all my nawafil namaz, but I've only made half a, or maybe half a khatam so far. I should have already finished two khatams of the Quran. So that's a talib. A person will increase. So namaz also, no matter how high we go with our namaz, never ever reach the stage where we say, oh, I'm happy now. I'm reading a perfect namaz. No, no, no. I can go higher than this also. I can read an even more perfect namaz. Let me try. Let me make Allah Ta'ala more happy. So that's what he's saying. Isme sari umar tarakki karta rahe. Magar pehle ek chille in azbaq ka, in azbaq ka khususi ihtimam kare. He says, but before you do all this, he says for 40 days, a person should show importance to these lessons. Pay attention to these five lessons of Shah Ahmad Shaheed Rahmatullah. See, it's not just a matter of finishing the kitab. Actually, this goes in stages, a person, but we don't have the time for that. Actually, it's supposed to go in stages. You learn one lesson. The one lesson that you learn for 40 days, now act on that lesson. When that lesson is now in your life, now you're reading Salah correctly. Now we go to lesson number two. Now after lesson number two, another 40 days, now act on lesson number two. And then like that, now lesson number three, number four, number five. So he says that for, for a chilla, for 40 days, in azbaq ka khusus ihtimam kare. So that you become punctual on it. And this now becomes firm in you. That lesson that you learn, when you're practicing on it every day for 40 days, what happens? It becomes solid in a person. Now when it is solid, now finish. You don't need that lesson again. Because it's already now in a person. Like a youngster, when he's initially doing his sabak, he's doing his sabak door, how weak it is. But if he's doing that door every day, and after one, two years, you have to test it. Perfect. He reads it without a mistake also. Why? Because he's making so much of door of that particular para. Exactly the same way. If we do this lesson and we make amal on it for 40 days, it will become firm in a person. In Charlie's Rose, mein, is, is ki bhi koshish kare ke kisi namaz ke takbir ula fourth na ho. And he says, in these 40 days also, that when you're trying to get your namaz right, he says, make an effort that you don't miss the takbir ula When the Imam says, Allahu Akbar, that you also don't miss the takbir ula you hear in the masjid with the Imam. Taake, why? What's the benefit of this? Taake, nifaq se baraat hasil ho jaye. When a person, he reads namaz for 40 days, 
behind the Imam with Takbir Ula, then he gets two certificates. One is Bara'atum Minan Nifaq, and the second he gets Bara'atum Minan Nar. Allah gives him freedom from hypocrisy. And second, Allah Ta'ala gives him freedom from the fire of Jahannam. Two certificates he's got. Now, the namaz that doesn't have concentration in it, what type of a namaz is that? Very unmindful. That is a namaz of hypocrisy. So, if a person, Allah Ta'ala gives him freedom from hypocrisy by reading namaz 40 days behind the Imam, what will happen? Your namaz will come right because you're out of hypocrisy. So, see the benefit of reading namaz with takbir ula behind the Imam for 40 days. Ghaflat wali namaz parna munafakat ka ek athar hai. That to read a salah of negligence and mindfulness, this is the effect of hypocrisy. Or hadith epaq me aya hai, it is mentioned in the hadith epaq. Jo shaks. 40 rows is tarah namaz pare. He's mentioned the hadith that that person that reads namaz for 40 days in this way. Ke shuru mein imam ke saath shariq ho. That he starts his namaz with the imam. When the imam says Allahu Akbar, then he starts his namaz with the imam. Or namaz shuru karne ki takbir jab imam kahe. And the takbir of salah when the imam starts it. To usi wakt ye bhi namaz mein shariq ho jaye. Then immediately this person is with the imam. He joins him right from the beginning. Not even a little later, with the takbir, he joins the imam. So, this person, he won't go to Jahannam also, inshallah. And this person will never be included amongst the hypocrites as well. So, 40 days salah behind the imam with takbir ula will get him these two certificates. He, has, he further explains, he said, now who are the munafik? Munafik are those people that they expose themselves that we are Muslim. They act like they are Muslim. Lekin dil mein kufar rakhte ho. But in their heart is kufar. Outwardly they are showing I am a Muslim. But in reality, there is kufar in the heart. Or 40 din ke khususiyat bazahir is wajah se hai. So he said, why the speciality? 40 days everywhere. Jamaat also 40 days. Hanka also 40 days. Zikr also 40 days. And to do this cause, every lesson 40 days. Why 40 days all the time? He says, iski wajah... Uh, 40 din ke khususiyat bazaar is wajah se ke halat ke taghayur mein 40 din ko khas dakhal hai. That in the changing of conditions, in the change of condition, 40 days has a special effect. This is proven from the Quran Sharif. Where Allah Ta'ala speaks about, and the Hadith Sharif as well, where Allah Ta'ala speaks about the uh, creation of the child. Thumma khalaqna nutfa. That initially it was a drop of sperm. And after the drop of sperm, thumma khalaqna nutfa ta'alaqa. That drop of sperm after 40 days, what does it become? It becomes, uh, it becomes blood. And after 40 days, that blood now it transforms into flesh. And after 40 days, that flesh now becomes a bone. And then we cover that bone with flesh again. So see, there's a 40, 40, 40 day period. And after uh, a period when the child reaches, I think it is four months, 120 days, I'm not sure. Then the ruh is instilled within the child. So the 40 day period has a great effect in the life of a person. So he says that in the uh, creation of a child, this hadith me aye hai, isme chalis din tak nutfa rehna. That in that hadith where the sequence of the creation of the child has been mentioned, in that hadith it is mentioned that 40 days it is a sperm. Pir gosh ka tukra, then it becomes a piece of meat. Chalis din tak isi tara, chalis chalis din me, iska tagayur zikar farmaya hai. So everything happens in a 40 day period. These changes come about in a 40 day period. So when a person practices for 40 days, then also a change will come about. 
کتنے خوش قسمت ہیں وہ لوگ جن کے برسوں بھی تقبیر اولا فوت نہیں ہوئی ہاؤ فارچونیٹ آر دوز پیپل دیٹ فور ایئرس دے نیور مس دا تقبیر اولا سو دس از دا فورتھ لیسن دیٹ ہی مینشن دا فورتھ پوائنٹ اینڈ لاسٹ از دا ففتھ پوائنٹ ہی سیز دیٹ پانچ اسباق کا نصاب اور مشق کا چلا پورا کر لینے کے بعد اس کوشش میں کامیابی کی علامت یہ ہے ہی سیز دیٹ ایف اے پرسن He completes the syllabus. These five sabaks that are here that we're going to do, a person completes the syllabus. And after every 40 days, he made effort also. For 40 days, he, made, he acted on each sabak. So he did that also. And he finished the entire course. Now, what is the indication that you have been successful, that you got the ability of reading a proper namaz? He said, Yeh ke azmate ilahi jalla shan ho ke peshe nadar. Apni is hadiri mein, yani namaz mein, behat kotai karne wala, بڑا مجرم سمجھتے ہوئے اپنے اوپر کریم آقا کی مہربانی کا مشاہدہ کرے دیٹ اے پرسن بفور دا گریٹنیس آف اللہ تعالیٰ ناؤ یو گاٹ ٹو ریڈ اے پراپر نماز وین یو گاٹ ٹو ریڈ اے پراپر نماز دا سائن دیٹ یو ہیو بین سکسیزفل ان یور نماز از دس دیٹ بفور دا گریٹنیس آف اللہ تبارک و تعالیٰ وین اے پرسن ہی پرزینٹس ہم سلا ہم سیلف اینڈ از پرفارمنگ سلا ہی ریگارڈ ہم سیلف ایز ون دیٹ از اے گریٹ کرمنل دیٹ آئی ایم اے ویری ویری گریٹ کرمنل And there are a lot of deficiencies in me. Now he's reading a proper namaz, a perfect namaz. But in spite of this, Allah Ta'ala is so great. Before the greatness of Allah, I am a criminal, I am a sinner. And there's unlimited faults in me, unlimited deficiencies in me. And it is just the kindness of Allah Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala is showering me. Allah is giving me the tawfiq to read this type of a namaz. He says, this is the indication. This is the indication that you have now succeeded in that cause of yours. But the moment a person thought, ah, see now what type of a namaz I am reading. My namaz has come right. I am now better than others. Finish. That man is a failure. He, in fact, of going up, he went right down. He went even lower than before. So all the time that I am nothing, Allah, it's only your kindness, only attributed to Allah, your meherbani, your kindness upon me. Ke namaz mein meri be'adabi aur gandagi ke baawajood, that in spite of my disrespect in namaz, and in spite of... In spite of my filth and dirt, what is the body filled of? If a person just gets cut, blood comes out, what happens? Namaz is gone. If semen comes out, finish, ghusal is gone. So the body is only filled of napaki. That in spite of my impurity, in spite of my, my be'adabi, ke baawajud, mere haziri ko kabool farmaliya. Allah, you allowed me to come in your house. You allowed me to read namaz. This is your kindness upon me. I am not even fit to come here. So think of the kindness of Allah. Don't think that I am doing a favor, that I am coming to masjid, I am reading namaz, I am better. No. Wallah, you gave me the tawfiq. If Allah wants within a second, Allah Ta'ala can take it away from a person also. These feet, they don't get up on their own. We don't get up on our own and come for salah. These feet are lifted. Allah Ta'ala picks them up and gives us a tawfiq of coming here. I didn't come on my own. I was brought here to the masjid. I was given the love of Allah Ta'ala. I couldn't attain the love of Allah Ta'ala. So this is the attitude of a person. Allah Ta'ala gave me the tawfiq coming again and again. Each time we come, make shukar. Allah, you gave me the tawfiq to come to your house. You gave me the tawfiq of itikaf. You gave me the tawfiq of fasting. Make shukar to Allah Ta'ala. Iska shukar kare. Agar khuda na khasta, halat iske baraks ho, ke ab apne ko kamil aur baru namaz parne wala khiyar kare. If your condition, Allah save us, is opposite to this, that you think that I am now perfect and I'm reading a salah of full concentration of devotion. Ye khiyal shukar hi ke rang mein aya, 
even though this thought came to you in the form of shukar, I'm reading a perfect namaz. Oh, I must make shukar to Allah Ta'ala because I got a perfect namaz. So what you're saying, I must make shukar because I got a perfect namaz. He said, Ke Alhamdulillah, mujhe achi aur kamil namaz ki tawfiq ho gayi. Toh khub samaj le ke wo apni koshish mein puri tarah se nakam hai. And remember that person is a total failure in this work of his. Even though it comes in the form of shikar, shukar. You are saying, Alhamdulillah, shukar to Allah. But what you are saying, I'm making shukar because I read a perfect namaz. He said, that person is a failure. Never ever think that my salah is a perfect salah. One person, he was with Hazrat Mufti Mahmud Sahib, Rahmatullahi. So in the Khanqa of Mufti Mahmud Sahib, Rahmatullahi, great, great ulama, Munabrahul Haq Sahib, Rahmatullahi used to come. And many, many other great Akabirin used to come. So one day, he just alim, he explained when he came to South Africa, he said that all great, great ulama were there. And then they told me, I must make imamat. So he said that, I went and I started the imamat. I said, how can I be making imamat? Such great, great people over here. How can, and my thoughts just started running in that way. And then in the end, I finished my namaz. Then he went to Hazrat Mufti Sahib. So he told Hazrat Mufti Sahib, this is what happened. That these thoughts were just troubling me in namaz. That great, great ulama, how can I be making imamat in front of them? Hazrat Mufti Sahib said, what was the end of your namaz? How did you end your namaz? He said, the end of my namaz was, I spoiled everyone's namaz. Hazrat Mufti Sahib said, you are perfect. That is the way, your namaz is right. He says, if you thought, see, I am somebody, and how many great people are reading behind me, that pride can finish. Now you're a failure. Shall I will continue from here? Oh,